there, you're listening to Commissioning Conversations, the podcast brought to you by Broadcast Intelligence. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Commissioning Conversations. My name is Alice Redman, and today I am joined by Denise Senevaratne, who is a commissioning editor at Channel 5. So hi, Denise. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Alice. So I wondered if we could just get straight kind of into things, and if you could just explain what your remit is at Channel 5 and Viacom. Well, I'm part of the commissioning team. We work across genre, so uh, we work across platforms as well. So all of the all of the channels in our portfolio. Um, I work for five, you know I make programs for Five Star, Paramount, but also the main channel, Channel Five. So um, that's my remit. And what's uh, lovely about working at Channel Five is that we're not genre specific. So programs from Tony Robinson's History of Great Britain to uh, Bargain Loving Brits in the Sun. Um, and, and that's as, as, as wide as I can commission. And I was wondering if you could maybe outline what your current shopping list is at the minute for programmes. Well, I mean, I, I absolutely love access documentaries and uh, popular factual series. So at the moment, I'm really looking for uh, our midweeks at eight o'clock and nine o'clock. I'm looking for either unique access that sort of says something about you know, the, the environment that characters inhabit, or I'm looking for just really good popular factual domestic series um, as well. You know, unique access is fantastic, but often you can mould access. So it might be access to a big institution, but you might only look at certain parts of that in- institution and that can really make the series. So access isn't all just like we've got access to here. It's actually working with it and finding something surprising or something unique about that access. Channel 5 obviously went down a different path with their lockdown programming. So how did you find that? How was that? I felt that we we did go down a different path during lockdown. And I think we did exactly the right thing. Um, and I think that what we chose to do was something that a large part of the country wanted to watch but I loved the fact that in during you know during lockdown and we really focused on a lot of escapist programs at Channel 5 and I think that we did the right thing personally I mean there was Covid everywhere we did try and make we carried on pushing for programs I mean obviously you had to have science programs and and news programs about Covid itself but I think that our steer which was mainly about trying to to maintain a kind of normality with our sort of um, wonderful railway journeys and our Yorkshire programmes. And it's something that you really wanted to hang on to. I know when I watch television, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to have that sort of escapism and that sort of um, normality. But also the programmes that we did make, I think it kind of made you slightly more creative in the way you had to approach things and it was very Mm. difficult filming um, during lockdown and so for us as as commissioners and working with our suppliers it was like okay we can't film really easily we can't film obstop a lot of things on my slate were observational um, filming that we couldn't do so how are we going to do this differently how are we going to approach it differently do we film interviews we we couldn't film face to face so a lot of things were done where we delivered um, bits of kit to people but also I did like Nuremberg which was one of our um, which I was really excited about which was a history program but we didn't have any interviews in it at all it was all archive and voiceover um, sort of old uh, tapes of people 
um, but looking at the way we can create something that isn't the usual way of telling history programmes. I did a two-hour film on Britain's favourite novel. Again, it was using a lot of archive, it was using clips, it was using shots that we could describe those novels and evoke the kind of creativity of writing and, and inspire people to read those books, but without doing um, interviews, you know, having to do interviews in the garden, basically, um, in people's houses. So I think there's ways of doing it. And in, partly in lockdown, it forced us to be more creative than normal even. And that was an exciting thing. So I know this might sound like a bit of a leading question, but I know you've got something exciting coming up on your slate. And I wondered if you could tell us about it. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm talking, I talked about sort of popular factual and also documentary series, but I'm also after really interesting stories and even stories that have been, you know, have been told uh, before, but we can tell them in a different way. So I've recently commissioned a 90 minute feature length doc on the Yorkshire Ripper, the untold story. And so hopefully we're looking at the forgotten victims. I mean, it's something that's been told. It's, it's well-trodden ground in the past. We haven't done it lots. I think we did it quite a long time ago. We did a one-off programme about the Yorkshire Ripper. And obviously there's been the recent BBC Three series that was very specific in its take. This is different. Looking at how that story unfolds, the way we're telling it through archive, through new testimonies from police, from victims' families. We're hoping that this is going to really shed a new light on on uh, the Yorkshire Rippey story. And that sounds really almost like emblematic <laughs> of what you kind of outlined as your as what you're looking for at the minute. So is crime still somewhere that you're looking to explore in? I think crime for me, I mean we do a lot of crime on Channel 5 and the other uh, channels on the portfolio. So we do do crime and we're quite well served on crime at the moment. However, if we get something really compelling, if I got, if I saw an idea that I thought, oh, that is a fantastic way of approaching this, then absolutely, I'm, you know, my door's always open for new ideas and new ways of doing things. It's always new ways of doing things. Most, most ideas are pretty similar, but it's a new approach. It's a different energy. It's a different take on things. Um, and that's what I'm looking for. So absolutely. I'm really excited about the, the Yorkshire Ripper, the untold story. It's basically being made by um, one of our new Bame Indies, uh, which is Clockwork. Hannon Barty's the director and he's doing it in collaboration with Daisy Beck. So they're both doing it as a joint um joint sort of enterprise Daisy Beck Studios who do a lot who do Yorkshire Vet for us and um, This Week on the Farm and various other programmes so they're really established and Hannon's launching his company with them I think he's absolutely perfect to do this he's done a lot of investigative work before I'm very excited about the about the film and you mentioned there that the Yorkshire Ripper is coming from one of your BAME partnered indies. And obviously Ben Frau spoke in a lot of detail about kind of all the different diversity policies you have at Viacom. How is things like No Diversity, No Commission affecting how you're commissioning and the conversations that you're having with producers at the moment? Well, to be honest, Alice, I've always felt uh, very strongly about diversity in programming. And uh, even up until very recently, you know, being a freelancer, always my teams were very, very, um, I tried my best to have teams that were very diverse. Um, and I feel that nothing's really changed for me. I think what's interesting about this and that we've got a whole backing of Viacom and, and Ben Frau. So 
basically I think that now we're able to actually really say look you know we've got to we've got to have a team that represents uh, the people that are watching our channels mm. and, and that's really important to us. I think the thing is with, with the, the diversity thing and the fact that there's no diversity, no commission, that's part of it. But it's also about us working with our suppliers to actually increase that, um, uh, you know, to, to increase that sort of diversity across all the teams. That's on screen and off screen. And sometimes it's really easy for people to say, you know, oh, we can't find anybody or they're not, you know, they're not experienced enough. And that's why we're launching this sort of promotion opportunity project, it's called. And we want people to break through that kind of mid-level, that mid-level tier in television um, where you can't really get far further than an AP, that, that sort of researcher to AP level, AP to director level, and then director to series producer level. And I'm specifically focusing on the producer director to series producer level, because that's where you can actually make a difference. Because once you're a series producer, you start hiring. And most of us hire in our own mirror image. And that's where we, we, we that's where we can really make changes, I think. So um, that level where you're starting to be in management, that you start changing the, the lower tiers, and that's where we think the industry can change. And that's what I'm really excited about that promotion project. And I think that that's where I think that we can really start changing the industry. And it's commissioners that can change it. We talk to our suppliers every day. Who's in your team? The wrangler isn't isn't you know isn't going to make it this time, or the runner. We've got to start looking where that talent is and making sure that talent comes through with an eye on it. And um, us as eight commissioners at Channel 5, we're all kind of looking and working with our companies. We're saying, like, okay, how can we improve this? How can we change things? But actually, you know, the bottom line is, if you're not going to try, there's no commission there. Nice, I like that. If you're not going to try, no commission. And kind of speaking of channels, I know you mentioned of commissioning for channel five as well as five star but how much oversight do you have on some of the other viacom cbs channels because i know there's comedy central now and mtv to kind of consider in pitches to you and the rest of your team i think it's really important to um to look at our, our whole portfolio and if suppliers come to us and say oh, well actually this is fantastic for channel five but it would also play in comedy central or it might play um, you know, on five star as well, then that's obviously a pull. I think it's great to have ideas that are versatile and we will think, okay, maybe that idea could go across our platforms. So yes, that would be great for suppliers to think about that. But it's not essential. Um, you know, we might have something. If it's a good idea, it's a good idea and we'll decide where to play it. Um, but it is a, a good idea to have vers versatile programmes. And is there anything that you're not interested in at the moment? I think there'd be very little that I wasn't interested in. <laughs> we have, as I say, we have a lot of crime. We have quite a lot of medical. We have, um, you know, quite a lot of animals. But I would never say never for, mm. for any genre. Because if there's a new idea and there's a new way of approaching it and it's exciting or there's some new talent, then we're always open to, to those ideas. So I wouldn't say don't come to us because you think we've got too much of it on the screen. And for anyone listening that kind of thinks they've got a great idea, how do you like to be pitched? I think the best way is, is via email. Um, if you can make contact and set up a meeting, great. But to be honest, the best thing is via an email, a paragraph. If we're interested, if I'm interested, I can just come back to you and say, look, actually, this is quite interesting. Shall we have a chat? Shall we set up a meeting? Otherwise, it's quite difficult to wait for a while to set up a meeting and then pitch loads of ideas. Um, the odd line or a para is perfect. 
And just to kind of start to wrap things, well, to wrap things up, basically, obviously, this is a television podcast. So I would like to know what you're watching at the moment. During, um, during lockdown, I watched lots of things. I mean, I did watch a lot of drama, I have to say. I think that I watched lots of things like Normal People, I Might Destroy You, I watched um, Salisbury Poisonings, I watched lots of drama like that. So, thank you very much for speaking to me, Denise. It's been lovely to have you on the podcast. It's been lovely to be here. Thanks for listening to Commissioning Conversations. We'll be back next week with more, so don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Podbean or YouTube. In the meantime, the latest commission briefs can be found on broadcastintel.com.